This is IAQ Radio, Indoor Air Quality Radio, the voice of the indoor air quality industry, with your hosts, Radio Joe Hughes and the Z-Man, Cliff Zlotnick. And now, Radio Joe Hughes. Good day and welcome to IAQ Radio Plus. It's episode 722. This week, we welcome Pete Consigli, John Isaacson, and the Z-Man, Cliff Slotnick. Let's go to the next one. Cliff, I'll be interested in your take on Pete's presentation. What is old is new again. Presentation on the roots of time and material versus unit cost pricing models. What did we do before the digital age? Well, most important thing is I was able to get all the previous presentations on one page. Okay. Heats is a page and a half. So <laughs> just, just to be, just to be fair. I think uh, some of the things that Pete talked about is, you know, how to put a price list together, uh, who is your customer and uh, really your customer oftentimes is the person who's guaranteeing the payment. I talked about different options in terms of pricing. You could utilize unit cost. You could use time and material. Uh, you could blend them together. And that I thought a very important point that he made was simplicity and estimating avoids this perception of nickeling and diming. You know, if you have all these line items and yeah. uh, the you know what's at the end of the line item is minimal, uh, I think that gives this impression that we're nickeling and diming. Uh, one of the key takeaways was that tomorrow's job may depend upon your last invoice. So if the people felt that they were overcharged or, you know, were, were not happy, uh, chances are you're not going to get a, another project from them. Uh, you explained that uh, the hourly rate of a painter is really from portal to portal. And in many situations, uh, that's not for them painting eight hours a day. It's for them painting about five and a half uh, hours a day. Um, we talked about the use of different labor rates when you're putting together uh, a price list, you know, for the different types of, uh, you know, staff that you may have, project managers, technicians, supervisors, health and safety people. Uh, and he mentioned that the two biggest costs are finding the work and then uh, finding uh, employees. Uh, there were two comments I thought were important by the audience. One was made by Ralph Moon. He suggested that uh, with, with pretty much with every estimate, you should add a, a line for health and safety uh, and have some sort of pricing for that. And then uh, someone mentioned Martin King said that your price list should be kind of like selling a pizza. You know, it's a plain pizza, but would you like anchovies on it and maybe pepperoni or extra cheese and so on and so forth? So I thought that was a good takeaway as well. Over to you, John. Yeah, presentation. It's funny, uh, exactly like you titled it, what's old is new again. Um, you know, a lot of people, Your one of your many points, Cliff, is a lot of people try to complicate things when really it's it's a rather simple uh, thing. Um I thought it was interesting when Pete, you know, pointed out that time and material studies drive unit cost pricing. So they're associated. Um, and I think that's what a lot of people miss now using Xactimate, not even utilizing the tool because it does break out what its assumptions are based on labor and materials and not utilizing that for production and timelines and budgeting. Um, but like you said, who is your real customer? Um, and the, uh, the uh, the graphics were impeccable. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. 
Let's go to the TED Talk using customized pricing guide uh, as a competitive advantage. Managers and about would come from that. Yeah, right. Consigli says, in the pre-digital age, restorers asked insurers to be on their approved carrier list. Boy, have things changed. Yes, they have. Cliff? Okay. Uh, let's see. Pete. Uh, he talked about positioning uh, and that recent trout. Uh, the, off, the authors wrote a book on uh, positioning. Um, let's see. Um, the restoration is always an expense. Scope this dictates price. Uh, liability affects scope. Poor communication increases liability. Um, losing control of the loss. Uh, you know, clients have the fear of being overcharged. Um, you know, the assurance of recommendations, you know, having people recommend you is important. Mm. Uh, let's see. Uh, he said, don't tell them, sell them. Uh, establish mm. the need first. Precondition the customer's mind. Gain confidence of your clientele. Establish a professional network of people you can rely on. Um the need sells the price. Uh, you know, he's a believer in a personalized published restoration pricing guideline. Uh, leverage your strategy. Defending yesterday is far more risky than, than making tomorrow. Um, that's it. That's all I had for Pete. All right. Yeah, I think that that sell the need and then meet the need. Um, I think too, I, I think Pete kind of brought it up. It's, you know, a lot of times we're thinking, you know, what, what we want as a contractor and then, and then communicating in contractor speak. So break it down in a way that they understand. It's definitely something as this relates to pricing, you know, customers aren't used to seeing like an exactimate, you know, estimate. And so helping them understand what that actually means so that you can tell them, you know, what we are doing. Um, but uh, yeah, focus on what their needs are and then how your team is uniquely uh, equipped to meet that need. And then the project should sell itself for the most part. 